Welcome to Dorks Are Dangerous, Chronicle 3, Session 4. Bruce, a lot has happened. Yeah, uh, uh, quite a bit was ha has happened, actually. We, uh, we stumbled upon a fabulous bakery from, where would we start? Where, did, where, where were we previous to that, though? You were in the keep, originally, uh, uh, what was it? Ryanthal was waiting for some items to come back from the Viceroy, and as you guys were waiting there, hanging out with Agna in her room, checking out oh, her cool right. inventions, yeah, and looking at her different books she has in her study room, uh, Edmund was attuning to a Pearl of Power so he could get back the Locate spell, Locate Object spell, to be specific. And... Yep, and I was looking at a man, some sort of book, mm -hmm. uh, a, a paladin book, and then uh, Ryanthal was kind of uh, distracted, and we all left. Yeah, we you guys the... uh, decided to. Edmund got the, got his spell going. You guys started run. He started running around the keep, and you went with him. All of a sudden, Shunt went with him, and Ryanthal kind of got. Got left behind at the keep because he had some other stuff he wanted to make sure of. So he did some stuff on his end, and you guys got a ping. You fat. You went and investigated over in the Dolo district. Yeah, because we knew that we needed to move quickly. Mm-hmm. Yep, because we were running out of time on the on the spell on the locate spell, and then we found the bakery. We went upstairs, found a guy named Thomas, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um. He tried to, well, he didn't try to, um, a failed attempt at a, at a, at a door or something, set the tapestry ablaze that we found on, on the ceiling. We grabbed that, put it out, uh, captured him, and now we are escorting him to a church for protection. Specifically Edmund's church, the Church of Aranon, which is in the middle of the Dolo district, so midtown. And you're, like I said before, you're kind of being sneaky, kind of not being sneaky. So you're taking a, uh, some bypass roads as well as some main roads to get there. Yes. And I think that's that was about, that's about the, the high level of it. That is true. And now we come to Ryanthal. So you're still in the keep. Everyone else is not. <laughs> what you yep, want to uh, do? Mm -hmm. Um, so I think we discussed briefly <laughs> last episode, uh, that there were a couple of experiments that Ryan thought was going to do, mm -hmm. specifically on, um, basically on the mechanized chair to see if the fabricates, well, to use identify to understand if fabricate and a couple other techniques will work on, um, the mechanized chair. Perfect. I think the, I got the earrings now from Ebony. Mm -hmm. you have so I do sets. have a four sets uh and each one allows me to cast sending five times a day correct and they recharge 1d4 times in the morning or 1d um, oh, one, 1d4 okay. plus one okay 1d4 plus one okay so there's a bunch of inf i think i'm gonna take a moment like now that once i've received the rings i think i'm going to leave agna and Avni, and i'm going to retreat back to my room for a little bit um before okay. dinner, if that's if there's enough time for that, uh, and then of all these sending spells that I've got, <laughs> I'll give you the list of information that I would want to like relay back to my university and some compatriots out in the overworld. Um, okay. Agnes says goodnight so, to you, waves you away as uh, she settles back down in her her chair. 
Perfect. I would uh, I would probably give her little cat a little scritch before I leave. He purrs up at you. It sounds weirdly <laughs> deep for a cat. <laughs> Great. Well, Agna, uh, it's been been a pleasure. Thank you so much. I will um, see you at dinner or perhaps after. Oh, okay. We'll see you at dinner. Um, if you need anything else, just you can just come find me or call for uh, Whiskers. He's usually around somewhere. Oh, just call for Whiskers and he'll... Whiskers will show up? Is that, I mean, is that my understanding correctly? Well, hang on one second. And then she wheels over to her desk and pulls out a little bell. So he really likes these mm. and holds it out to you. Oh, I see. So if I just jingle this, Whiskers will appear or come running? Probably. Mm. Okay. Lovely. That's fascinating. Thank you for this bell. It's a very lovely gift. You have a, you have a good evening, sir. <laughs> you as well. And then I'll uh, take my leave, head on up to my room. Fantastic. Um, are you just going straight there? Are you perusing the halls, taking the long way? Mm. Oh, <laughs> there were a couple of things that I was going to follow up with you on. Mm. Um, all right. When Edmund uh, took off, had a realization. How big is the keep end to end? The keep is roughly from the front to the back about 700 feet. It's not a huge keep. From the east to the west, it's over a thousand. Hmm. Excellent, excellent. Uh, sorry, from east to west, it's over a thousand? Roughly. About a thousand. Roughly about a thousand. Okay. Hmm. The lava flows that we saw in that arena, is that, am I correct in understanding the arena was like in the, uh, below the keep? It was down in, yeah, so you were on the first floor when you were with the Region 3 and everyone else. That was a level lower. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> mm. Excellent, excellent. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, this is fun. Mm -hmm. All right, so... Talking about other, I think I, I do want to. Since I do have free reign in the castle, and I can give a report back whenever. Um, you know, my compatriots are off doing. Who I don't know what what's going on <laughs> with them. They all just took off running. Shenanigans, yes. Shenanigans of some sort. Um, so I think I'm going to take that time to get familiar with the keep itself, as far as where the different rooms are, where the different locations are. So I know that there's a wing where there's um, the guest rooms with me and Shelton. And then two others. And then there's another wing with another set of guest rooms that has Edmund, Keeney, and two others as well. Uh, I assume that those were the other delegates that we saw at the yes. tech demo. <laughs> I don't know what to call it, it other than a tech demo. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> so in the second floor where your rooms are located that share the common room, kind of like a dorm situation, share the common room, but have mm -hmm. the four bedrooms. That's your main area. That's your place of respite. There is another mm -hmm. set of these rooms that is down mm -hmm. the hall from you. You would assume that's where the other uh, nobles representatives are staying. There is a servant outside their door as there's always a servant outside your main door as well. There, on the As you're walking around, do you go to... The left or the right? Actually, yeah. Do you turn left or right when you come out your doors? Uh, when I come out of my door? Uh, 
Like well, I guess I'm still having an abstract concept of, of where everything is. Got um, it. Okay, so you guys are specifically on the west side of the keep if you're facing the mm -hmm, back mm -hmm. of it. Okay? So the south <laughs> to the west. So that's the mm -hmm. side you're okay. on. Towards the back of the keep, there is the gardens. And mm -hmm. you've heard mention these. You've probably walked past them at least once during this day as you were kind of scoping out your rooms and stuff, but you haven't gone in there and looked yet, but you you do see like the glow mm -hmm. of Jaynite crystals over there. It looks like a big open space. You do see some plant life back there, but it's kind of hard to see from where you're standing. Um, mm -hmm. Delicate archway, all the, it looks weirdly luminescent and phosphorus compared to the stone and Ooh. cold metal of the rest of the keep. And then, mm. On the other side of the keep on the second floor, as you meander around, is um, maids and servants' quarters. And you are you could go in and look in there. They're just standard quarters. You do see a couple of people. If you do go in, um, someone will look at you. And you do see like they are just normal servants. They don't have the, the masks or anything. The, these, these ones look new. They look a little oh. scared of you because they don't hold that same mm. like regal conditioned servitude as the uh Zoller and servants who are masks do or as ploop throop the butler you've seen a few times ah okay okay gotcha so there are different tiers of servants essentially or different uh echelons hierarchy kind of thing going on right okay okay Ooh, that's okay that's fascinating um but they are definitely in their rooms, and as you walk by, there is de a, a guardian clockwork outside their door, their main door. Mm, so okay. they're not leaving. I, I guess I, I take it with everything being on lockdown at this point. Um, right? I mean, everybody's in their rooms, and I, there's clockwork guardians patrolling the, the halls, essentially, right? Yes. Um, I guess everybody essentially is scattered and locked in, except for Ryanthal, right? Essentially, so, so as far as you've seen. On the second floor. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Do you want to explore any of these spaces on the second floor? Or do you want to go downstairs? Hmm. Uh, let's see. I want to double check something real quick. Mm -hmm. um, and see. What I was thinking is. I have. Uh, yeah, I told you about the, the warding glyphs that are terrifying. Where you I can. sure did for those trap spells thing i wanted to get clarification on that i'm looking up is dimension door okay which allows you to teleport 500 feet in any direction so long as you have an um, idea of the terrain i believe yeah and it even says like such as 200 feet straight downward or upward north to the northwest at a 45 degree angle for 300 feet uh the exact language of the spell is you teleport yourself from your current location to another spot within range so I am curious on if I can leave this as a trap to teleport somebody else. I feel like technically using this to teleport somebody else might not be how the spell is worded. And that's kind of what I wanted to double check. You could try. Mm. I'm not saying no. You could try. It could just have consequences for whoever triggers it. <laughs> well, <laughs> whoever, whoever triggers it might end up 300 feet outside of... Uh, 300 feet up in the air. 
Well, I don't know. I don't know how high are the ceilings around Iroden. Oh, the... you're inside a peak. Like the ceiling is non-existent. Um, so actually, gotcha, for the gotcha. audience, so you're aware, uh, Diarden is built. I will reiterate, like an upside-down uh, pyramid or um, a fracking zone. So mm. everything is downward, and the ceiling from the center, because it's surrounded by that giant like forest field almost, it just goes almost into pitch blackness and you can just barely see the whole of where one of the peaks is up up high just barely because of the light that goes up excellent all right well i don't actually think i have the spell slots to do that now so hold on to that for a moment but i think i'm going to scope things out at least and kind of like get an idea of where i think things might go down uh, especially knowing that there's other ambassadors from other regions one of which i don't like very much um <laughs> so i think i kind of want to get an idea for i think on the second so <laughs> let me take a second back um okay i would like to continue on the second floor and figure out exactly where everybody's rooms are if that's a possibility so as far as the other ambassadors and visitors i want to know are you know are they in the same wing with me and shelton are they in the ring with edmund and keeneath um are there other rooms or guest areas that people might be staying in yeah but i think kind of looking around uh also yeah really just kind of scoping out the bedroom situation also trying to make note of do i have any idea where the regent three stays do i have any idea of where the viceroy stays we know where Aga or agatha is staying with you know her like study room is her. yes her study room okay that was not her bedroom that's no. good that's a lot less creepy yeah no Excellent. that that was only um, like a million books a bunch of tinkering things and a desk Ooh. So. Oh, my goodness. So there's a whole study workshop thing going on. Mm -hmm. mm. Which is pretty sad for a okay. nine-year-old who doesn't seem to... Who's just surrounded by books all day. Hmm. Or maybe not. Maybe she really enjoys yeah. it. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would say at this point, it would be a matter of going around, kind of get, making sure I know where everything is at that I can find out. So really just searching, making sure I know where people's rooms are, if there are other bedrooms, figuring out where those are, if there's workshops around. Yeah, I guess at this point, just kind of looking around a bit. Sure. Um, All right, so second floor, there's your rooms. That is actually, so it's the common room that's shared, but then there's four right. doors inside there. So you actually share with the other three. This keep is not built okay, really to okay. house people or house guests very well, so they're kind of built like a dorm situation. Especially uh, now, that sorry, room. is it three... Is it three rooms and then one, or sorry, four rooms to one common room, or is it yours? Is all specifically, of the rooms share one. Yours specifically is four rooms to a common room. Mm. You don't know the situation with the other bedrooms because the doors are closed and there are servants in front of them. And if you try to go past them, they're going to tell you, unfortunately, no, because everyone's in lockdown. They don't want anyone coming in or out. Right. But you do see like two other servants, Zollern mass servants standing in two other doors on the same wing as you. Hmm. So there are more rooms hmm. and sets of rooms down here, probably, but they're in front of those other doors. I see. Um, okay. So I think what I would want to do is walk up to, I know the servants are not exactly forthcoming. And if I have anything I really want to do, they're going to tell me, just go talk to the viceroy. And he should be busy gathering up all the servants and the guards right now. So I don't necessarily want to bother him and ask him where a workshop would be. Right. Um, and you know from Ebony's conversation mm -hmm. with Agna earlier, she said that he would not be dining with her that evening. 
right? Because he's going to be quite busy. Well, that's interesting. So even though we're under lockdown, it sounds like we're still going to have a joint dining session. More so that dinner is being prepared. So from what you would have probably heard from ah, Ebony okay. is that dinner is brought, being brought to the rooms. It's just he cannot ah, go okay. dine with her, the, the daughter. I see. I see. Okay, okay. All right, all right. I'm with you. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, otherwise, on the second floor, like I said, there's the other. There are like servants' quarters on the other side of the wing. Uh, they are guarded mm. by a guardian clockwork, guarded by a guardian, and then there's also the gardens up here. Do you want to explore the first floor more? Actually, I think I'm going to check with one of the Zolran servants and uh, and just ask the question of what the viceroy rather disposed at the moment. You know, we've been sent to him for most questions and most uh, things that I need. If I wanted to talk about acquiring myself a watcher, who would I be able to speak to, uh, knowing that the Viceroy is, again, indisposed and busy at the moment? The Zolomar servant looks to you, bows their head, and goes, Well, the next authority on that would be the Region 3, of course, or mm. uh, Ploop Throop, which I believe is with the viceroy at the moment what for what purpose do you need the a watcher i appreciate your curiosity in this moment it's not warranted there are things going on that are above your station but good on you for showing initiative um and then i'll turn and walk away okay do i think it would be improper to just reach out directly to the region three Make a, Probably a little bit. Make an intelligence check. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, I can I can roll for that. Sure, sure, sure. Just a just a just a general. Just hit your intelligence one up just top a, with your stats. Just a. All right. Just a she. <laughs> That's a twenty-two. Um, Eighteen plus four. Okay. Okay. You think that, given the situation, it might be a little improper, but weirder things have happened today. Hmm. And given the authority you've been granted, you might be given leeway. I see. As far as addressing, so I mean, seeing them in person and now having these rings where I can cast these sending spells, I guess, certainly I can't contact all three at once. I'm trying to think if I would know the difference between any of the three. You actually well, do shoot, know I might not be a able difference to do given your just given that you are, I guess you actually do know a difference between the three of them. It's their names. How they're referred to. The Region 3 is the collective. Ah. Yes, okay. So yes, the Region 3 is the collective. But I do know a way of referring to them as individuals. You do know their names. You don't know which one is which. But you can... But you do mm. know their names. I see. And that's because mm. they're trying to protect the Clockwork Master from being discovered. Gotcha. So I know the three... I know one of them is clock. Do I know which of the the three names would be the clockwork master? No. So okay. give me a history check real quick, and that that we'll see with the role you might I might be able to explain to you. Oh, <laughs> that is a twenty three. Twenty three. So you yeah, heard... using all those good intelligence checks that the, <laughs> that the other guys wanted. <laughs> oh, they're beautiful. <laughs> uh, fills my heart with joy. Okay, so you know from both rumors and some based in facts and just hearing from other people that have been privileged enough to visit Dyer Den in these similar conventions, 
that the Regent 3... So one of the Regent 3 has died in the past. Actually, a couple have died in the past. And whoever replaces them, you think replaces them anyway, or they were revived, they always take the name of the departed one, or the deceased one, I should say. Ooh, okay. Gotcha. Okay, so they're essentially stationary names. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, I mean, this seems really impressive individual. Oh. Which, ah. which okay. also, I'll get, with that 20, I'll give you another piece of information, has created rumors that the Region 3, that the Clockwork Master is not among the Region 3 at all. But that's just rumors. Uh, I was thinking, I was thinking, ah, uh, shit. Because so uh, the, my other line of thought was right. Okay, so the viceroy seems to know quite a bit about the clockworks, and his daughter is experimenting with clockwork light, um, which almost makes me think that the viceroy has plans or, you know, potentiality that he might uh, become one of the region three or take the place of whatever region three might be, one of these clockwork masters. I guess that oh shit, because I, I assume that the other two region don't really know a whole lot. Like, I'm assuming it's the region who is the Clockwork Master, who knows all the stuff, and then there's another two who are just, like... That's a fair assumption. Chilling. Right. So... Hmm. So if you reach out to one, I would probably want to get an audience with all three of them in order to... Hmm. I also think that if I reached out to the wrong of the three region three... And they probably are familiar with the idea of blowing things off, right? Like if I said, hey, I, I really need to talk to the Clockwork Master. It's fine if it's all three of you. Uh, we believe that this assassination attempt was, you know, perpetrated by someone who has an idea of how the Watchers work. Um, it seems like they may have an idea of how to circumvent some other magics, uh, including a lot of your Clockwork magics. Um, it would be very helpful to get more of an idea of how this might have been subverted. Like, I feel like if the, the inventor himself would be like, oh, shit. I feel like the other two are going to be like, nah, it's fine. That's not your business. Um, so are you, you know trying I mean? to like... message them then? Or are you trying to get someone to bring them all to you? Or to get to them? Well, I don't exactly want to make a big fuss about it. Um, I'd say it's pretty fuss-worthy I... what's going on. One of them almost <laughs> died today. No, I, I re- let, me, let me rephrase. <laughs> I don't necessarily want to give the servants a lot of room in the rumor mill. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I feel like um, making that one passing comment to the guy about, like, it's not your business, I feel like I, I already, like, tipped my hat a little bit too much in, like, mm-hmm. giving them something to gossip about. Mm-hmm. So I, that's what I mean by, like, I don't want to be a big to-do. I don't want to give them the wrong things. Actually, okay, okay. See, Ryanthal's difficult, because I have to do so much. <laughs> I'm talking out my process. I run through so much of this when... <laughs> We're playing of like, okay, is this a good idea? Is this a good idea? Is this a good idea? Playing an intelligent character is hard. Um, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Okay. How can I spin it? Okay. I got it. I got it. I know I'm going to do. Okay. All right. Uh, because I snubbed that other servant, I'm not going to go back to him. I'm going to find another, uh, well, who do I think would be able to get me in touch with the region three? Uh, Plutherp is busy with, oh, I'll just go to Plutherp directly. Directly. Um, so but I would Flip like Roof to send is a... With, is with the Viceroy, correct? He is with the Viceroy. He's uh, kind of his I mean, right do, I, Yeah, I don't suppose that the 
You know, I will go back to the guy who I snubbed. I'm going to go back to the guy who snubbed. And I'm going to be like, hey, all right, listen. I'm sorry I was rude before. I'm sorry I was cross. The truth of the matter is, and I want to, like, get him away from all of his friends, make sure that I'm just talking to the servant one-on-one. It's just him. The other person's maybe about 50 feet away, so. Excellent. So, yeah, I'm going to go to this servant in particular. I'm going to say, I'm sorry I was was perhaps a bit rude earlier. You asked a a question out of curiosity, and I'm sure a desire to be helpful. Unfortunately, I, I don't know who to trust. But seeing as you are someone who showed initiative, and I'm sure with nothing but goodwill, there were some attacks made out on the local populace. Oh, my. And it, yeah, um, seems that they were perpetrated by the underground, oddly enough. Few civilians were, were harmed, unfortunately. I was hoping you'd be able to, uh, what I need to do is I need to speak to the Region 3. I, I would like to talk to the Clockwork Master in particular, as um, it seems that these attacks were able to, you know, evade uh, evade the guards, and um, some of the, the Watchers seem to have missed some critical information regarding the perpetrators of these heinous acts. Silence greets you as at first, as you cannot see their expression, as they slowly cant their head to the right. A moment passes, and then another, and their head straightens back out and goes, Where would you like them to meet you? Hmm. I think it would be best for them to since they're familiar with the keep, they're familiar with their own security, if you could simply get the message that I'd like to speak to them and have them contact me with a place to meet, I think that would be best. You see their head can't again to the left. A moment passes. You see another servant come from down the hallway, past the court, past to the corridor, up to the left, coming your direction, another Zalan servant, who takes the place of this one, and he goes... If you would follow me, and he's going to lead you downstairs. Uh, yeah, no, I'm just a little, as a player, I'm like, oh shit. I think Ryanthal's going to have his hackles up a little bit too. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'll follow him down as we're making our way down. I'm going to make sure to cast Mage Armor on myself <laughs> just to get that going. Is that a visible spell or is it just uh, a thing that's uh, visible? Oh, it is uh, verbal, somatic, and material. A okay. uh, piece of cure letter. So I would need to just do a quick little thing and kind of mutter to myself, but I would probably not make that big a deal of it. Okay. Uh, the or servant, try to be sneaky about it. The servant says, that sounds like a nasty cough. We can have tea brought to your room later. And he's been very monotone with you, your entire interaction, by the way. Not reacting mm. to your your temperament with him whatsoever. Same. Well, thank you. I'd, I'd very much appreciate, uh, yes, perhaps a bit of tea once we've made it through some of this nastiness what's your passive perception uh, by the way passive perception is 14 okay that's plenty uh you do notice oh. <laughs> uh, that, yeah that's plenty you do notice that you've, you've seen them before there are watchers in the keep several are looking at you before they were just kind of mm. monitoring the halls but they're actually following you very distinctly with the servant you you're pretty sure that means they do that to anyone who passes by because it's like motion detecting but it mm. They seem to linger longer. Okay. I don't think that's a problem. Hmm. Okay. I I would carry on. Uh, thank you for letting me know that I spotted that. You're welcome. So you guys head down uh, to I the... will say I... Yeah. Sorry. I, I do think I would freak out very much if they all scattered. Like, as long as the watchers are <laughs> watching me... Like, as long as the watchers are watching me, I'm probably okay. 
when the watchers are gone. When the watchers are gone and not watching. Then I'm going to be like, oh shit. They should have eyes on me right now. Something like that. Mm -hmm. So if they they scatter, I would like to know. (laughs) Sure thing. So they lead you down and you turn a corner downstairs. Instead of going towards the thorn room where you saw the security room, which is to the right, you go to the left. Uh, you pass a couple more corridors. It looks like you pass what may be the kitchens. You do smell something baking in there. Down that hallway, you do see a couple of stair towers. As you pass them, one corner, you see some small rooms, probably storage closets. You pass the way to the Great Hall, and then you come to that door you saw Daru try to get in when he was, for lack of a better word, mm. possessed. Mm-hmm. And you see the Zollern servant from the robes produce a key. As it hits the goes into the lock, something lights and the whole door just kind of lights up in different runes. It's like like a wave of like blue and red and then fade out. And you hear click. And they hold the dope over open for you. And say, after you, sir. I would just simply nod at them and say, Okay. This has been very interesting. Thank you very much. And I uh carry on through the door. The door shuts behind you. They do not follow. You Mm -hmm. are in a council room. By the looks of it, Mm. there is a large round table in the center. There is a fire in the corner made of runes instead of actual flames. So the heat wafts off of the red runes that sit in that alcove. There are various books. There are charts around the room. There's only the Jade Knight crystals to give light, no windows. And standing before you is the Regent Three in their silvery white robes and silvery pale porcelain masks. They're standing on the other side of the table and they give a slight bow of the head to you in respect. Ranthal bows back and, uh... You have hmm? something to tell us about our Watchers. Yes, I was working with the Viceroy earlier. And, um, of course, as you know, he's very busy. Um, diligently working out the details of this attack. My understanding as one of the three of you is the creator, progenitor, so to speak, of um, of the Watchers, as well as the other great many mechanical wonders of your city. Uh, it would seem that the attack earlier today was perpetrated by someone who knows the inner workings of these creations sufficiently enough to not be caught by your watchers or not identified by your watchers, even here in your own training grounds with your guards, knowing that this technology that you've held in great secret, and it seems that the danger you now face is by an individual who has learned some of the secrets that you've held so closely to your chests. My hope was that in aiding you and aiding the search, aiding the Viceroy, that I might be shown to perhaps a workshop, a blueprint area, maybe an area where these are being created. I don't need to know all the details. I don't mean to pry beyond what is helpful, but I would like to understand some of the technology that's being used here in order to help identify how someone from the outside, such as myself, may have infiltrated through and broken past your wards, your magic, and uh, and through this technology that seems a uh, well, seems to be causing this uh, assassination attempt, as it were. I was going to say, the one on the left is the one that spoke first. The one Mm. on the far right goes, 
Well, I do not see why we can't allow you access to one of our watchers. With supervision, of course. We do have a lab here in the keep. And then the one in the middle goes, if we can ensure Dire Den secrets stay in Dire Den. And his head kind of tilts towards you. His tone is expectant. I think Ryanthal looks back and says, I see your concerns. At this juncture, my only goal is to assist in ascertaining how an individual may have bypassed your securities. If I could be given access to a watcher, or perhaps even some of your guardian clockworks, that would be even better. In a laboratory, I can even do this under the watchful eye of another one of your servants or someone with some technical aptitude, a foreman perhaps. Yeah, at this juncture, I have, I have no intention on stealing any designs or sharing any information. However, I will also advise you that the details of this attack are such that it seems the secrets may have already been lost. But yes, I fully understand. I will not be taking any information out with me. We will operate under good faith, so it works. Unless you have some way of uh, some way of me giving you some sort of assurance. There's a pause. The one left. Oh, that's not necessary at this time. But we thank you for your cooperation. Sandra, will you show our guest Ryanthal here to the lab? He may be given access to a watcher. I believe the first model of the Guardian is still in there, if he wishes to peruse it, though I'm not sure what use that one will be. And Sandra, who you may have may or may not have noticed, steps out from a corner of the room, towards the back of the room on the other side of them, bows very deeply to the regents and goes, Of course. And looks to you and gestures walks around the table with you and says if you will follow me this way thank you kindly uh one more small matter um i turn back to the regent three and say should i need to get your attention again uh, as i go through this work and try to assist here again of course the viceroy is very very uh, diligently busy working on this issue and I'm sure putting his utmost effort into it. I do not want to distract from his efforts to immediately ensure the safety of the keep and yourselves. What would During you times such as these. As they interrupt you, one the middle one interrupts you, what would you have of us? A way to contact you. Simply a way to contact you directly. Although it seems maybe just talking to any of the servants does the trick, but if you could confirm that the, simply asking for you is a way to reach you, if there is something that isn't sufficiently important. One of them taps the side of his head where the ear would be. Mm -hmm. And then the middle one will go, Janinium mm. is my title. Tur turns to the left. That one goes, Sapono. And the one on the right, Depuvavi. With that, Branthal simply nods, bows, and says, um, I take my leave. And uh, goes and exits with Sandra. So you actually don't exit just yet. What she's going to do is actually you're going to walk to an adjacent door in the room, which is two heavy double oak doors, which is strange for a metal and stone castle. She's going to open them and start walking down a hallway if you wish to follow. Yeah, absolutely. The doors, you hear them kind of groan and they shut behind you. Jade Knight crystals light up down the way, 
casting everything in that much deeper, almost indigo blue, indicating it is getting later into the evening. And all of a sudden, you come into another set of doors that she opens up, and you see a huge alchemist lab. It is a 30 by 30 foot room, wall to wall of all sorts of equipment, tools, tables. Uh, there are certain diagrams and, and equations written on the walls on various tapestries and papers. There's scrolls, there's, there's these vials with bubbling liquids and different colors and vapors. There's a large stone wall almost completely full of books and scrolls and there's a plaque above that but you do see from sandra's robes she produces a watcher mm. places it on one of the tables for you and says please you are welcome to the various tools in here i will let you know if something is not to be touched due to the temperamental elements that are in this room the guardian clockwork which is opposite of that stone wall uh, hangs kind of on a, a rack, so its feet aren't touching the ground, but it's seven feet tall, and this room is about nine feet high. And its head, its big ocular circle eye, is staring at that stone wall, kind of downward a little bit. Its arms hang, its forearms hang, there's no weapons in them. Its body doesn't look as durable as the current models you've seen with around the keep would indicate this is potentially that first model they were referring to when you were talking to um, the region three. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I think uh, Rantha looks around quite amazed and says, so uh, Sandra, if I have questions or need some guidance, are you familiar enough with the laboratory space here that you would know, um, uh, would you be able to assist in guiding me to the information in this lab? I am aware enough of the practices of the region three and that which I do not know, I can easily send a message and request such information. So yes. Fantastic. I think with that, I think Ryanthal is going to probably set off to work. I have many questions. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I guess, how, how do you want to proceed from here? I can uh, give you my list of questions. Why don't you ask me your questions and then I can work through cool. the answers. So main things I would want to know. As far as conventional magic, oh, shit, I didn't ask. Uh, those anti-magic capsules that were on the Galashank unit. Do I see that technology here in the lab? Make an investigation check. All right, and that is 12 plus 4, 16. Looking around, you see a lot of different beakers and liquids of various mm. colors. You're not sure one of that nature is in here, though. Mm. This is a large lab, and there's a lot of things in here. It's actually kind of almost messy in a weird, organized way. Okay, all right. All right, so things I want to know. If there's any details about how that anti-magic juice works. Like, it seems like it was a fluid that was injected. But if I can know anything about as far as where it came from, what's, what other properties does it have, can it be distributed in a different way? Is it something that's just immune to magic itself? If I try to cast a spell on it. As far as the... Circling back to your question regarding the Galashank unit and the green liquid that they seem to inject themselves with to counter magic cast upon them or various areas of effect. As you're speaking to Sandra, she goes, I have not been made privy to the exact alchemic components of which the green liquid is 
created and thus used by that specific type of model. But it was created in such a manner that it has an active aversion to magic. I believe, from what I've been told, many of the ingredients, and especially the most crucial, are sourced here in the underground. Not so much Dyerden, but in the surrounding tunnels and underground landscape. When the liquid is ingested or injected into these biomaterials, supposedly it momentarily fuses with said materials and should magic be actively cast within proximity while that is happening, it rejects the magic and attempts to almost eat or destroy it actively in that moment. There are various formulas for potency as well, but again, these details are not shared with us servants. As far as the mechanoids, uh, you know, the, the watcher, the unit that's there uh, that I actually can play with, I would want to know if other certain types of spells work on them, things that would be targeted on a creature. So like polymorph, polymorph that one in particular, would not polymorph work. would not work on them. Lovely. Okay. Good to know that one. I would probably want to know. Okay. So the watcher units, it, it seems like they're attracted to motion or like they're following uh, motion. Is that correct? Are you asking Sandra? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm asking you, you as the DM. Like, this is stuff that you, Ryan Thal is investigating. You have a, you're pretty sure that that's the case. Okay. So we probably want to do some testing on that to see, does it follow the visible motion? Does it respond to sounds? Does it, what are the things that cause it to grab, get its attention grabbed, right? Like, if there's a loud bang on the other side of the room while it's looking... Can yeah. you slam your fist on the table on the other side of the room? Something of that nature, yeah. Um, uh, but it would have to be something that didn't involve any physical motion. So it would be like a casting a prestidigitation spell for something to take place somewhere else. Okay. You Let's say you go to the other side of the room and you duck down underneath, or you make Sandra do it, whatever, however you want to do this, or use a spell. <laughs> you, uh, sure. something hits the underside of one of the tables, and you see the Watcher, um, which was kind of dormant, just like staring straight, all of a sudden turns its body and looks in that direction and starts mm. to move towards it. Okay, perfect, perfect. Um, I would also want to check as far as prioritization. So if me and Sandra are both moving, and then move in opposite directions, does the Watcher... Can I identify how the watcher prioritizes a target? Yes. The the main thing I'm getting at, so like I have all these questions. The main thing I want to know is how did see if I can figure out a way to identify how did that would be assassin who spoke well, I guess it wasn't even a would be assassin well Ryanthal doesn't know about the conversations that have happened down in the city. <laughs> um But figuring out how did someone avoid the watcher's watch? Like how did someone evade that yeah i think there would be a lot of back and forth dialogue a lot of this would be asking mm -hmm. sandra about how do these things receive their commands how do they you know is there a command word to activate them is there a command word to deactivate them is there a way she to says, prevent yes. them from following an individual she said okay. yes 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 okay okay well then knowing that sandra knows all of this the next question would be who has this information well i mean obviously the vice the region three mm -hmm. are all the zolan servants given this same uh no, well, not, yeah. not all of us. Ploopthroop is, but he is also the right mm. hand of the Viceroy. Only select mm. members of the Zollern servants are allowed that privilege in case of an emergency. 
how are you able to identify which servants have this information, given that you are all relatively anonymous? I believe the Viceroy mentioned we have our ways. Okay, so I'm going to ask some questions of Sandra herself as well. Okay. So it seems like this interaction <laughs> earlier prior to the... Uh, when I was talking to the Zoan servant, uh, basically about getting in contact with the Region 3, there was some very odd behavior there, right? Followed by this other Zolaran servant, so not the individual I was talking to, but a different one, coming over and being fully aware of the conversation I had with the other guy. So mm -hmm. like, guy A and guy B. Mm -hmm. Guy B knew what I was talking to guy A about. Mm -hmm. Also, it's clear that guy B had access to the the region three, knew exactly where they were chilling, and knew how to get into their council chambers, which seems like a lot of stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to have a lot of questions about uh, what can I find out as far as their ways go. So she says they have their ways. I, I guess I would simply press and say, regarding those ways and those methods of being able to communicate with each other, being able to parse information between other members of the servants, of those many details, what can you divulge to me? Understanding that this is, you know, the attempt to prevent an assassination of your Region 3, as it were. Make a persuasion check for me. With disadvantage. <laughs> with disadvantage? Mm-hmm. Well, the first one's a 9, and the second one's a 15, so with disadvantage, that's the 9. There's a moment passes where... Her hands are always crossed in front of her, but they seem to, like, actually cross in front of her as you're talking to her. Uh, kind of like a defensive posture and goes, Believe me, sir, I mean no disrespect. I understand what you are trying to accomplish here. But I also must ca take care to protect our keep and our secrets. Just be rest assured, when we know something, the rest of us do know. So when something is amiss, all of us are aware. So I think with that, I would look to Sandra and say, okay, I understand that you have some sort of method of control and sharing knowledge and some sort of, I almost wonder if it's some sort of mind control because uh, that is exactly the information that the assassins have. They, whatever your secret is, whatever secret you are keeping um, would very much seem to be something that somebody else has gotten a hold of. Just so that you are all aware. Um, she looks at you for a like long a second and goes, did you know the moon is visible through the peak at night? I did not. She sounds, she sounds a little dismissive that you said that. Well, when you have time, I suggest you go take a look. Perhaps not tonight, but in the days to come, mm. with the convention, it is beautiful this time of year. Well, we've been here for quite some time. I believe it's currently night. Wouldn't happen to know if the moon is out tonight, would you? Maybe it you can be. ask one of your friends. It mm. will be. They're actually visible from the gardens, and also down in the library where it feeds down into, or up into the gardens. The roof is open there. I suggest mm. you meet in the library. I believe one of your Excellent. compatriots will be visiting there, either tonight or in the nights to come. I have not seen your compatriots, though. Where have they gone? Uh, I don't know. The paladin just kind of took off running. Uh, my my like fellow's uh, going to take after him. Ooh! Why, yes. 
Her head tilts. That would be interesting. You see the watcher's head also tilts, and you see its ruby red, like optical <sighs> sphere flashes yeah. a little bit, and then she goes, "Oh, they're in the Dolo. Oh dear, what has happened?" Well, I don't know how to phrase this other than they have someone with them with a bed sheet mm. over them walking <laughs> down the main streets of Do the Dolo district while the lockdown mm. is actively happening and it looks like they're heading towards the key possibly to the church if they keep heading in that direction, the Aranon church specifically. Well, I suppose uh, nothing as secretive as a man walking down the street with a sheet over him. That's uh, it's about right. Okay. Um, I do hope they're mm. mindful about that, given the situation. They that will not be received kindly if the if the people see them doing this. Yes. Well. Hmm. Should I send soldiers Definitely... to escort them back? Ooh. <laughs> Think with this. Uh, I think I think Ryanthal is suddenly very aware of uh, a lot of things with these servants. Actually, I apologize. I, say, actually, I should leave that to the Viceroy. Just a moment, and you see her head tilt. If you want. Oh, actually, Sandra, if you could mm. hold off on that for a little while. I these three are very capable of handling themselves. I think it best if we wait and see how things play out. Well, that they um, have a so suspect. The viceroy should know. Do you not? I agree? think it is pert. I think it is pertinent, and I think uh, also someone of your station, highly important, that you inform the necessary parties of what's going on. Let them know that this has happened. But I would advise that we avoid interference at this time. I will pursue my actions. The viceroy pursues his course. We are all investigating this these events differently. I think. Uh, I think it best to let these three work their own methods and come at this problem from a different angle. I think that would be beneficial for all of us, rather than to pull them in at this time. I understand completely, but also I answer to the Viceroy. And for sure. She turns her head again, <laughs> and you see her go to. She's sending them something because <laughs> the watch is starting to blink. I think I just kind of saw him just say, very well, I, I, I expected as much, but please let him know that I advise we do not take action. She, you hear as her head still cocked. Noted. Thank you. He is aware now. Do you have any Wonderful. more questions about the Watcher? Hmm. Or is that everything? Well, Sandra, you are quite knowledgeable about these little devices and the Seem to have quite far-reaching information here. You are too um, Yeah. I think that should I require further information, um, rather than wasting everybody's time with coming down here to the laboratory myself, I'll simply send you a message and ask you direct, uh, as it seems you have quite all the answers. Um, I don't suspect I'll find any information that I'm not supposed to find anyway. As you see fit. Shall I escort you back to your chambers, or do you wish to explore more of the keep? I know this has been quite the harrowing day for you. Oh, I think one more thing I would like to address is uh, mm. so, of course, the you know the 
tech demo, as it were, uh, there were definitely precautions in place and safety mechanisms and, and things that were designed to keep all of us safe. And some of those precautions had failed. Other than a few particular servants, uh, the Viceroy himself in the Region 3, who else might have access to these? I mean, certainly it seems the the ability to get into some of these underlying mechanisms is tightly held information. Is there any other groups or individuals? The only that, other um, individuals that are permitted to work on standing clockwork creations, those that have not been destroyed or smelted down, as it were, are those of, as you said, the Voice Void Region 3, uh, a few of the servants, but also those in the Zalern district outside of the keep past the barrier. There is Alchemist Mortimus Grenchi. He is sporadic in his dwellings in his shop there. There is Horan Blackblade, the Durgar. And there is also uh, Annette Brisk, who would have the most access to these clockworks. Annette's not so much, but she does come into the keep often enough that she would have ties to them. Interesting. Well then, yes. Um... That's quite a bit more than I had hoped, but uh, thank you for letting me know. Hmm. I think at this, I think perhaps I'll call it a night on this matter. Yes, I think I have a great many things to contemplate here, but you've been very helpful. Yes, if you could see me up to my, my room, I think that would be great. Of course. She will escort you out of the lab close the doors, lock them, take you back out to the council room where the Region 3 are no longer at. They've gone out the other door on the other side of the room. So this room has three doors. One is the middle door to the west is the one that had went to that lab. There's one to the south towards the back of the keep and there's one to the north, the one that you came through. And she leads you out there, locks that door. The runes light up again, but in reverse, instead of spreading outwards, they were spread in towards the lock. And then she escorts you back upstairs, leading the way a few feet ahead. Yeah, I think at this point, there's a lot for Ryanthal to kind of figure out and digest. Make so... a perception check for me real quick mm -hmm. while you're digesting that. <laughs> that is just a 12. Oh, it's good enough, because you do hear all of a sudden the thump, 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 thump of many, many clockwork soldiers' marching steps beyond mm. the walls, leading away from the keep. It is getting late now. It's getting late now. I mean, the lockdown's it's already like, been in effect. Correct. So it's, it's, a, it's past dinner time, probably the evening time of eating when someone would settle down. But it's still, mm -hmm. people could still be awake at this hour. Hmm. But why would there be a whole bunch of clockwork, clockworks leaving the keep at this hour? Riot control? You want to make an uh, uh... intelligence check real quick? <laughs> I mean, certainly they're not sending this many out just to get my Rapscallion companions. Um, right? That's a lot for just those folks. It might not be for That's them, but they're after for eight, and I'll still give it to you. So, because you <laughs> just talked to her, that's why I'm letting mm -hmm. it go. 
Remember, <laughs> she said it's up to the Viceroy what to do with a potential suspect. The Viceroy Still... or the Regent Three. She only said she talked to the Viceroy. So even though I have these earrings, I would say that one thing I don't want to do is I don't want to use the earrings to reach out to my compatriots and let them know what's that they're at least I, I feel like it would be a good courtesy to let them know that they're being watched, but I'm going to intentionally not do that because I don't know okay. how much these earrings are being, if the if that communication is watched, so to speak. Right. Right. Like, I don't want to be like, hey, guys, you've been made. And then, you know, <laughs> and then the vice is going to be like, haha, you're a traitor. Um, I don't want that to happen. So right. I'm going to specifically, like, as this is happening, I will intentionally not message anybody i think i will look to sandra and say ah looks as though uh looks as though there's a great force stepping out of the castle yes i believe the viceroy alerted the region three to what i communicated as is his duty hmm let me see well i suppose then you see her are you are you in your rooms or about to go into your rooms uh, i guess it depends on wherever i heard this where i was at where i heard the marching right You're like we're heading downstairs. back to the rooms we're still downstairs. Mm -hmm. Then we're we're still there. I think I would have brought this up as soon as I hear that. If I hear that noise and I suspect that it's a bunch of clockworks heading out of the keep, mm -hmm. I think I would bring it up at that point. Okay. Um, as you do that and uh, you're talking, I assume you're still walking as you bring it up. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You turn a corner and you see her suddenly like look real quickly around and goes... You are being very bold. I'd mind that here. And she says it very softly, and her tone, which has been very polite, is more like a hiss of warning. And then she steps away from you, respectful distance again, and continues to walk. Yeah, I think I just shut my mouth and uh and carry on and i think at this point uh we'll, we'll head on i'll just follow her lead for a hot second um hmm. well actually so she mentioned the library was the library inside of the keep or was that a building outside of the keep it is inside the keep so it is actually below the gardens um the hmm. roof of the library opens up into the gardens so it's almost like the gardens are a giant circle with a couple of cross-section walkways and then they spread mm -hmm. out into a giant rock face it's actually at the back of the keep so this side of the keep Ooh. is not um carved out like the rest of it is where all the pipes are on the ground it's all flat here this is the one side that has stone but it's because mm. the garden is like carved into it and it feeds down into uh the library and part of that is stone there you're not sure why this is happening this is the way it is. It might have something to do with the magma flows below, and maybe it is structurally mm. needed. But it is that is the one part of the keep that is not completely carved out, and that giant rock almost encompasses the whole of the back of the keep to the south. And then behind it, it's carved out again for maybe another 200 yards before it reaches mm. the Dolo district. I see. Uh, well, in that case, I think actually I will say before it gets too, too long into the night, I do think I'll, I'll actually say, actually, instead of going to my room, Sandra, I think um, perhaps I will go check out the library this evening, as you've earlier recommended. It seems like a, a nice night for it. As you're walking, she says under her breath, you will want your compatriots with you. Ah. 
I had hoped you would have well, stayed together, but this will hmm. have to do. Yeah, yeah, I think we go with it. I've, um, I'll just kind of say, well, is it something that I should uh, have them with me for safety, or is there another reason? She's looking around. She's trying not to get too close to you. <laughs> Are you wearing one of those earrings? No. Okay. No, uh, I think at this point, I, I've got them, but since I haven't used them yet, and I am kind of wary that they're being used in possibly tracking methods, I'm going to... Mm -hmm. I don't think I have them on yet. That's fair. Um, she drops back a little bit more, just to kind of whisper over her shoulder at you. <laughs> Constantly, mm -hmm. like, but also, like, trying to keep her face straight as possible because she sees the Watchers everywhere. And goes, both for your safety as well as evidence. More uh, more voices are better than one. Mm. Well then, I suppose, yes, I will, uh... Given that my compatriots are currently otherwise occupied, perhaps you're right. Perhaps maybe it is a bit late for for reading. Um, we'll continue on to my room for, for the, the moment, and I will simply await message from the Viceroy or yourself or someone else to let me know either when my companions have been retrieved, if they've been retrieved, or, um, you know, if there's any, uh, what's going call it, uh, if there's been any changes with the guards, if the guards have arrived yet for me to, to do my inspection of them. And I, I think I would speak plainly to Sandra, because I figured that everything that she hears everybody else hears so they'd be like yes i've got to inspect the guards but you know someone someone can let me know uh but i think i'll simply be in my room until until i need to be retrieved if you wish we will collect you before breakfast to do so we are still gathering a few of the guards that are still on the farther out in the patrols and in the mines but yes you will be aler alerted as soon as they are ready for inspection mm. fantastic and you'll inform me when my companions have returned to the keep of course, sir. Hmm. All right. Well, thank you very much. I will be the first to alert you. Wonderful. Then I will see you in the morning at the latest. She bows to you. And assumes your walks away as soon as you open the door to your room. Excellent. Um, okay. So I'm in my room? Yes. You're in the common area room of the rooms. Yep. Coming here. Cool. All right. Um, hmm. and All right. That's... So. Go ahead. Oh, I have one quick thing I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. um, if you're, if you're, I think we're, we're hitting that wrap up point, but I have one more quick thing that I want to do away from Sandra, okay. which is. Uh... <sighs> so I'm going to hope that my room is safe. I don't know that there's much better option for it unless there's, is there a bathroom? You have your own private bathroom, yeah. I have my own private bathroom. Mm -hmm. Lovely. I go into my own private bathroom, I close the door, and I ring the bell for Whiskers. All of a sudden, you hear, scritch, 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 scritch on the door. I open up the door, and then I let, I don't, to let Whiskers in. I close the door, and I say, listen, buddy, um, would you, by any chance, be able to get this to my friends out in the Dolo district and I just take a small piece of parchment and write the watchers spotted you 
And just that, just that little note. And hand it to Whiskers and say, if you'd be able to give this to my friends, I would greatly appreciate it. If you're not capable of that or don't understand me, um, that's also quite all right. And I give her a little scratch behind the ears. You give him a scratch and all of a sudden Whiskers get, starts to grow and expand and rise in the bathroom to almost your height. Their neck elongated unnaturally, so even more so, almost serpent-like. As they look hmm. at you with their slit cat eyes, bright yellow, and their paw that is no longer a paw, but a hand, takes the note, smiles, Cheshire, like at you, and then disappears. Okay. <laughs> 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 And that's where we'll call it here and turn over to our other players. Oh, so you guys are walking down the streets, as I said. You're you're kind of keeping to the side roads, trying to avoid most of the of the chaos that is on the main roads of people getting pushed out. Most people are off the streets now, but there's still some people, some rabble rousers that maybe had a little too much to drink or just being a little stubborn. And don't appreciate being forced off the streets by both the last of the guards, the humanoid guards that are still about, as well as the clockwork soldiers who are now coming more in mass into the city. What do you do from here? You're probably about another four blocks from your church, Edmund. Just keep going forward. There's no reason to get preoccupied with what's going on around us, so. Okay. Um, if, if memory serves, we have a sheet over Thomas's head? Yep, a bed yes. sheet. Are we concerned about that in public? N no. They're, because if anyone sees it, they'll be like, oh, they're bringing someone to the church. That person's probably a prisoner, but they have no idea Ooh. who it is. Fair, fair. We can, we can play it off that way. I like it. So his identity is completely concealed. Make so. a perception check as you say that. Think of that. 19. 19. Um, it's, yeah, with, even with all the chaos you hear on the side streets and some of the streets that you're walking down, uh, there are a couple people that are in doorways getting pushed around, and, and you hear uh, a person go, uh, see you, and look at you guys pushing a man, like holding onto a man, pushing him down the street under a cloth, and they go, I always knew it! I knew they were going to start taking us off the streets! I knew they were stealing people! And that starts to generate a hub about you guys pass by. Traitors! I ignore them and then just keep walking. Perfect. And as you continue to walk and more people hear this and more voices start popping up, uh, both of you make a deck save for me. 14. 14. And... 21. Uh, you're both able to dodge as rocks are thrown at your heads and they hit the wall next to you. And then I, next I, comes a bottle. I take out my shield and I hold it up, uh, protecting myself and and Thomas's uh, dome pieces. And yeah, I'll do the same from the from either the other side or back corner and make sure we don't get pegged. Perfect. So as you put up your shields to block uh, incoming potential debris, more bushes shouting, 
Uh, they're starting, there's actually starting now to have fights in the street over this behind you. People are now like shoving at the guard, shoving at the soldiers. And it's becoming quickly chaotic and you're almost three blocks away from your church now. Do you still stay to the main roads? Uh, yeah, because if we start doing back roads, it'll look like we're hiding. Mm -hmm. So we'll stay to the main roads and yeah, agreed. Uh, just start forcing our way through people if they start getting in their way. Okay. It's getting worse. The streets are, like, people are still off the streets. You're still able to maneuver through the soldiers, but even the soldiers are starting to get kind of heated and are, like, getting a little wary of people coming out of the shops now, out of their houses drunks because they're drunks getting antsy over that disgruntled workers other townspeople and that's when you hear someone scream do you turn to look as it's something behind you i will i do not you see a clockwork soldier run a woman through and drag her out of, of the doorway as another one goes into the house uh, Edmund, we might want to pick up the pace a little bit. Uh, it seems to be getting a little bit chaotic behind us. And I pick it up even more than I had before. You are you are struggling a little bit with picking it up because Thomas it cannot see where he's going, so you're kind of having to drag him, so it slows you down a little bit. And as you're walking down the street and it becomes this cacophony of the, you feel the tension in the air is starting to grow, the chaos, fear of the people, the accusations being flown out. In the distance, as you're higher up, looking down towards the Zoller and Keep in the lower part of Dolo, you see, they're not hard to miss, uh, several rows of clockwork soldiers coming out of the Keep, heading uh, in your general direction, opposite of you. And... All of a sudden, because your perception checks were so high, uh, Keenith, you noted, actually, who had the higher one? Edmund had the higher one, I apologize. Edmund, you see, um, down, running alongside you is a familiar feline figure with too long of a neck, holding a little note in its mouth. Uh, I don't break stride, but I reach down and hold my hand out for it it lets you take the note from its mouth and then the cat poofs and do you read it I think it would kind of be too hard to read it and run and hold my shield up for cover so I just keep it clutched in my hand for now okay whiskers poofs out in front of you again like kind of running in front of you but is like trying to almost trip you up Watch it, cat. He starts, we don't have time for this. And he, he keeps trying to trip you up. I smite the cat. Ed <laughs> Ed Edmund, I, I think he's trying to tell us something. I pause long enough to read the letter. It says, the watchers have spotted you. Alright, I... We need to get off the main road. I don't think it's going to matter. They already know where we are. But at least we'll be defensible there if anyone tries anything. How far away from the church are we at this point? Two and a half blocks. 
the soldiers down farther, probably about five blocks away, but they are marching quickly. All right, I will lower my shield and I'll just start plowing through people. Okay, you do that. Uh, you plow through pedestrians that are starting to out in the street. There's actual fistfights going on in the streets now, and soldiers are becoming more violent. They're taking people by the hair and dragging them into buildings that they've secured. You see soldiers shouting orders, but then you see the clockwork soldiers turn on them and start grabbing them and taking them into these buildings as well. You soon see iron carts come up, these iron carriages that are walked that walk through, that some representatives have been transported in, but these ones are giant iron cages instead of actual carriages. And people are starting to get thrown into those, and you see them heading in the same direction as you are, but they go towards the Zolan Keep. And as you come upon the church, you see your uh, religious leader um, at the door trying to usher people back into the, into the church in all the chaos. You see uh, one or two other paladins, but they are almost more like squires. They're not quite at the paladin level that are trying to defend people, bring them in before guards and soldiers can grab them. Okay, I don't stop. I continue pushing Thomas forward through the church. And once we're inside, I do take the uh, sheet off his head and kind of leave it just wherever we, we are and uh, most for him to continue moving forward. What is going on? As you're shoving him forward. He's looking around we'll, at the chaos. We'll worry about that later. You need to be protected. For the time being, that's what we're doing. I feel so safe, he says, you continue to take him towards the uh, the back of the church, towards the cellar where the holding cell is, I assume. Unless you stop to talk to anyone first. No, I deliver I him burst. to that holding cell first. Okay. That's priority. Alright, you are un un unmolested, essentially, as you bring him down there. Everyone knows who you are, therefore they know assume that Keeneth is with you. They don't say anything about your person. There's a lot of bodies in here. There's a lot of scared people. And everyone's too busy to care what you're doing with one person as you go take them down there. Uh, once he's there, I lock him inside the cell. Then I look to Keeneth. I'm like, do you have a plan? Or should we just stay here and make sure that we stay attentive to keeping him alive to get more answers? Well, at this point, I need to, we need to keep him protected until I can get a message to the, the powers that be that can potentially take him off our hands and then protect him more. This room is absolutely secure, correct? There's only one way in, one way out. Make a perception check. Or investigative check. Eight. You're pretty certain it's secure, yeah? Okay. Then I look at him like, if you wish to rest here, I'll watch over you in the meantime. I'll protect the door. I'll protect Thomas. Okay. 
uh, Keenith, with your perception of 15, you're fairly certain this room is secure as you're looking at the walls and everything. Um, but you, you've you lived here long enough to know that most buildings probably have a back door, so to speak. Especially in a tunnel city. You just don't right. see it. So then while since we're here we're secure then what we're going to do is we're going to do a more we can either Edmund we can either ask and see it, it, this is your church so you would know who to ask but we could ask if there's another way in or whatever get some more information grab somebody and bring them in here and talk to them or we can investigate ourselves See if we can't find something. I, I'm not so sure that it's as secure as we think. I raise my brow. I'm like, do you feel that there's a secret passageway out of the cell area? Possibly. That would seem would... like a grievous oversight in the it's side structure of this holding cell. It certainly would. It's unless... just to... You guys are down in the cellar. And the holding cell is down here with it. So it could be in the holding cell. It could be in the rest of the cellar. If there is one. Okay. Uh, so... I'm just going to start looking around. Let's, let's, let's just take a moment and look around and see if we can find something. Okay, I will give him the help action. Okay. Roll investigation with advantage. Oh. Doki. Sixteen. You're not sure. You're pretty certain that it's secure down here. Well, um, through investigation, I didn't see anything else in the room, so it seems secure. Right, I would have a hard time believing that it's not secure, so if you want to sleep here, I'll watch over you. I'll make sure nothing happens. If there is a threat, I will wake you up. If anyone then, needs uh, us, they can find us, but I think for now our best bet is to hold up here get prepared for what we need and then move forward from that. Sounds good. Uh, I cast aid on us so that uh, get a little extra there. Is aid for eight hours? Nice. Okay. It is. So I figure while you're protecting us and watching over, get a little bit of extra in, in the event that it's needed. And with that, I'm going to try and find a, a corner behind a barrel or something and, and, uh, Get a rest. Sounds good. So since Evan's taking first watch, please make a perception check for me. 17. Whiskers is there. You again. And he looks at you and he is <laughs> flicking his tail in a mighty perturbed way and goes Rawr. I kind of shake my head. I'm like, I don't know what you're trying to tell me. Is the paper still on you? Did you throw it away? I still have it on me. Okay. It goes to the whatever pocket you put it in and starts pawing at it and goes... I reach down and I take out the piece of paper again. 
the Watchers have spotted you. And what would you like me to do about that? It looks at you for a long second, and in a very un-animal-like fashion, rolls its eyes, and starts going towards Keeneth, and Keeneth, you are suddenly getting batted by something on your shoulder. Uh, okay. I, I obviously wake up and, and what's happening? You see Whiskers staring down at you with its long ass neck. Ah, uh, Whiskers. Um, so clearly Agna is trying to tell us something through Whiskers. He shakes his head. No. So she's not telling us. He's, he nods his head. So, are you telling us that it's not safe here now? He nods his head. Edmund, looks like we need to leave. I don't know what to but, say. But there is no safe place here. And that's when um, Whiskers um, turns his head and starts walking up the stairs and looks back at you all. I think we should follow Whiskers. I start to look pretty annoyed by it all and mm. open up the cell door. We're following a cat, says Thomas. Following a cat. I look to Thomas, I'm like, you're the one that got us in this trouble. You don't get to ask questions. You came looking for me. I'm just saying. Th Thomas, I'm a very patient man, but my patience is running very thin. Don't test me. He clears at you, but doesn't say anything. I look to Keeneth, I'm like, wait here. I head back upstairs, and I look for a disguise of sorts to throw Thomas into. You know, if there's a hood or something like that, or not even a hood, but like a uh, a helm with, with like a face covering, so his features can't be identified as he walks with us. There are definite um, bits and pieces of armor that or used if necessary, or like are discarded, replaced, etc. So you could find something. There's definitely spare clothes that have been donated, so you could definitely find a cloak in the pile if you wanted. Alright, I grab that, and like I said, I look for like a helmet or something that would conceal his face okay. with like a, a plate in front of it. As you're upstairs, grabbing all this stuff, you hear pounding at the front door. It says, Open up! In the name of the Region 3! Uh, someone else leader. can deal with that Yeah, for your now. leader and someone else is going to the door to answer that. <laughs> I go back downstairs and throw everything at Thomas. I'm like, put that on now. Oh, God, fine. And he starts putting it off pretty quickly. And, that's, and then Whiskers looks to all of you and trots up the stairs. And she, they hang a left towards your room, Edmund. I follow the cat. I usher Thomas along the way and we follow as well. Uh, as you come into your room, uh, Edmund, it is, like we've discussed before, it's not super ornate or anything like that, but there is a desk, there is a bed, there's dressers for your clothes, places to hang your armor, polish them, etc. Uh, Whiskers goes over to your bed and starts pawing at the ground uh, under the edge of it. I raise my brow and just follow this cat, I push the bed aside. You see him look up at you, and then raise his front paws and slam down on them on the floor there, and then back up. I check to see what's there. It's just wood. 
the, the trap door, anything like that. Does it feel hollow? Do you knock on it? Do you? That's well, how did it, it figured did it sound hollow. <laughs> yeah, did it sound hollow when Whiskers did anything? He's pretty light, so you wouldn't hear anything from him necessarily. But I assume you go and knock on it yourself, and it does sound like it's hollow under there. Are the boards loose, or are they? They're not loose, but they bow if when you push on them. I I, I try to pull the boards up. Make a strength check for me. Seventeen. You have no trouble cracking and tearing these boards away, and you find a giant hole under where your bed was. It drops I down maybe five to eight feet. I raise my brow and I look at the cat, and then I look at Keeneth. The cat purrs, pleased. Climb down. The cat follows you down, starts taking the lead. Oh, as uh, as I'm taking up the rear, I uh, slide the bed back over the hole. Perfect. And then I assume Thomas is between all of you. Oh, yes. Alright, and you guys start walking down the tunnel, and Thomas is like, If you're gonna kill me, just kill me. I don't need to be paraded around by a goddamn animal. Just muttering under his breath and shit, and just like, this has been a weird day for him. I don't respond to him. Do you both have dark vision? I do. Okay. I do as well. Perfect. So you see in the grayness uh, very easily. Whiskers trotting along ahead of you at a pretty quick pace. You guys walk for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and then you start seeing a light at the end of the tunnel, which also is branching off into other tunnels throughout the city. Whiskers stops, the tunnel keeps going, but they stop and sit directly under what appears to be um, some stone and mixed in with uh, iron grates above. I looked at the cat, I'm like, this is where we need to go. Meow. I try to climb up there and see if there's a way in. Okay, you start climbing up, um, you get to the wood, or the wooden, sorry, the metal grates with the stone, and you push, and it actually does move a little bit when you push on it. Alright, I try to push it aside enough for us to see you through. Do you peek your head in, or are you just like opening it up I just open it up you're in the holding area before going into the great hall so we're back at the keep we're back in the keep alright well I make my way in Whiskers is sitting up top when you're there having Trent teleported himself and waits for you all to come up and starts walking up the, the walkway that would lead to the first floor also, if anyone wants to, you can either make me a history check or a perception check. 21. 20, 21 on history. Okay, Keenan. I'll do, uh, I'll throw a perception check out there. I got 10. It doesn't dawn on you immediately, Keenan, um, with all the chaos and this random weird cat trying, supposedly leading you to safety, you hope. Um, but, Evan, it dawns on you that there's supposed to be lava directly under this keep. So why is there tunnels extending in all directions under the keep if there's supposed to be magma right there? Uh, okay, I mentioned that to Keenath. 
I'm like, as far as I knew, there was supposed to be lava running through these tunnels. Now that I have a bearing of where we are. Well, either it's illusory or they can control it. But do why these would tunnels, they turn it off? Do these tunnels look like they have signs that of actual lava was coming through here? Yeah. Everything should be burned uh, to shit, if that's the case. While you were down there, while you did see, like, remnants of, like, volcanic glass, it's not fresh enough to be within the last hundred years. It's mostly, like, broken pieces of volcanic glass, dirt, whatever sludge has slipped in there over the years under the great systems. Is it possible to have grabbed any of the volcanic glass, broke, a broken shard or two, while we're going by? Of course. There's All plenty right. of it. Just picking it up and pondering. Do you guys stay there? Do you want to follow Whiskers? Continue to follow Whiskers? What do you want to do? Well, I guess we follow the cat. The fact is, we didn't want to come back to this keep, and now we've been led back to this keep, so... Let's see where this takes us. Exactly. Perfect. So Whiskers keeps trotting, and before you guys get to the mouth of the tunnel, where there will definitely be watchers from what you've seen in the keep, there are a lot of them, uh, Whiskers suddenly stops, turns to all of you, winks, and then expands till he is as wide and as tall as the entryway. And turns into a blackness that ripples and shimmers like a doorway. I hate this thing. I grumble as I walk through it. You feel a little bit can of we darkness see anything... tickle your, your ear. And can we see into said darkness? No. Alright, well I grab uh, Thomas by the collar and go through as well. Hey, wait, 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 what? And as you go through, you pop out in your commons area of your rooms. And I don't like where this is leading. I feel we are far worse off than we were before. If there is an indication, I'm looking at the cat, that, or is the cat there? Other than just was a door? Do you call for him? Whisperingly, yes. Whiskers. He appears bet like between your feet. Whiskers. What are we doing? Where are we going? This is not good. Stares up at you, looks around, and then starts going towards a desk, starts spying at the drawers, op trying to open them, opens them up, is looking for something. I'm doing everything I can to open drawers and help him spread stuff out on the desk and look help him look for what he's looking for. Okay. Soon, as soon as you do, uh, he'll kind of hover around you. He finds ink. Uh, he grab and he finds paper. He throws the paper onto the floor and then he bats the ink off the table. So it crashes and spills all over the place. Takes one of his paws and starts like smear painting or in letters. It is in, um, do any of you guys speak, uh, abyssal? Uh, yes. You read Sandra. And then underneath that, you read Ryanthal. 
or Ryan, because that'd be quicker to write. Well, that's a risk I wasn't ready to take, but Edmund, we may have, we need to find Sandra. <laughs> Is she with Ryanthal? Is that what we're assuming based on this message? I think so. Whiskers, where is Sandra near? He thinks for a moment, kind of shakes his head, but also kind of like a, you can, it's a little bit uncertain. He like shakes his head, then sh shakes his head up and down and then side to side. Are we supposed to, are you looking to have us go to Sandra? He thinks for a moment, nods. Do you know where she is? He nods, but seems almost reluctant to. I pick up the cat by the back of the neck, and I'm like, are you actually an animal? Is, is that a yes? Is that a no? Meow. Meow once for yes and twice for no. It does not meow. It starts purring instead. It seems like this cat has an awful lot of ability for a cat. <laughs> uh, I can't speak with animal. Good choice. But I don't know if it's a cat, so it could just be a waste. So could be. All right. I don't have spell. I don't have slots to waste. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either anymore. <laughs> what? Um, what do you try to say? Uh, do you understand me now? They do not say anything back. Sort of like give you a curious look. I drop him. <laughs> I just drop him. Just lands on all four feet. Not not having a good time. It's been a long day. Eighteen hours. <laughs> we haven't even <laughs> gone through a full day. Yeah, it, you look at the day night crystals, and they are definitely a deeper blue now. It is well past supper time. Most people are usually going to sleep at this point, and. The night's not getting younger. Neither are you. Okay, so... I guess there's something to be said for hiding underneath their noses. I start looking through the... Um, these are our common quarters, right? Yep, so this is your commons room, and then there's your four bedroom doors. To the very far left is Ryanthal. Um... You would have known this at this point. Uh, you're not sure okay. what room Sheldon's taken, though. Okay, so, well, I know room I took, and I know what room Keenith took, and we know what room Ryanthal took, so by default, we know which one yeah. Shelton's taken. So, two things. Let's go to Ryanthal's room first and see if he's there. Okay, do you knock? Yes. Yeah. No response. Open the door. I check the door. It is locked. Uh, I go to what I would assume is Shelton's room. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. Time out. Did we declare where Shelton was yet? We haven't. You notice now that Shelton's not here. <laughs> You're not sure when he left. I open up the door to his room. Okay. It's a it's a decent sized master bedroom. Um well furnished. There is a secondary door in the back. Um, it's got a dresser. It's got a amour, rugs, pillows. I go through his drawers for the robes that he wore, and he wore a mask. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking to see if there's a second mask here. 
You look through the drawers, you don't find a secondary mask, but you do find plenty of robes. You find half coverings for faces, something that, because as his neck is covered, he does have one of those. Okay, and does it cover enough of his face that he'd be very hard to identify? Likely. If you All make right. an investigation check for me to see if you can find something better. Five. I found the best that I could. I, thro you... I throw this at, at Thomas now, too. Yep, Put so. it on, Shelton. Oh. Or Sheldon. So, uh, okay. <sighs> Shelton. Oh, it's the stupid person. And then he puts it all on. Should now I wear that helm, this. too? Or... Mm, no. Uh, mm, yes. <laughs> wear the helm under the cloak and face wrap. Oh, okay. I looked at Keeneth. I'm like, they expect three of us. Now they have three. Yep. I like it. I think this, yes. When we, I look to him, I'm like, if you do anything stupid, I will run you through. Let's go looking for Ryanthal and Sandra and slash Becky. He says... You've literally taken me to the most dangerous place. So I didn't I ask for your opinion. I said, if you try anything, I'm going to run you through. I said, a statement's not an opinion, but sure. Um, I looked at Keenan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I shrug and I just shake my hands. He doesn't understand that we're, we are doing, that we just saved him from the guard by doing what we're doing. So far, it's worked. Suck it up, Buttercup. Let's go. He doesn't say anything else. I narrow my eyes at Thomas before I start walking with Kina. You think he bears his eyes back at you uh, under the helm? You understand that I was saying that to Thomas, not yes. to you, Edmund, right? Oh, okay. I pause for a second, and then I grab him, and I shove him between us. There. Just keep your, just keep your eyes down, and mouth shut. Vaguely nods. We will start looking for. Well, we'll start with Ryanthal. All right, you go to open the door, and as you do, you see a servant there. As all in one go, oh, I did not realize you had returned. Do you need anything? Do you know where Ryanthal is? Do you see them? Look at you for a second, and then cant their head to the left. A pause, and goes, Oh yes, they're with the Region 3 at the moment. Uh, thank you for your cooperation. Uh, where are the Region 3 at this moment? That is, unfortunately, my good sir, something I cannot disclose to you. But if you wish for me to fetch them once they have concluded their business with the Region 3, I can happily bring them to you. I'll look to Keenith. Uh, I have thank you and we, we we dismiss her and we continue about our way just ran just walking a little bit away from her so that we can talk okay she does follow you but at a respectable distance uh I lean into Edmund Sandra could be in the library there were two places that she that she had mentioned before and that was one of them so we might want to go there do we want to go there before we meet with ryanthal though 
not especially but but do we do we want to just wait for Ryan Thal to be back let's take a look in the library before we return here just to see it was the library right correct so the library is down on the first floor as you are on the second floor are you heading directly there uh, kind of in a, in a, a nonchalant kind of way, sure. Just looking around, talking, ha ha ha. Mm -hmm. awesome. Making our way as, you know, that direction-ish. Okay. So as you're walking, you pass by what are the gardens of the second floor. They're full fluorescent plants and stones of various oh, wait. make. Mm -hmm. As I see this, this was the other place, I think, wasn't it? I don't recall that 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 uh, uh, Kaylee in in the note. Mm -hmm. I look over. What do we see? Anyone? You don't see. Since you're at the entrance of it, you don't see anyone there. It's like a giant circle with some cross hatches, and then it gets thicker more towards the outside. You can't see like the back sides of the walls with all the different types of plants and stones in here. Um, you don't see anyone currently. From where you're standing, at the edge of it. All right, continue, uh, please, the, with the description. Of course. So it's mostly f uh, uh, phosphorus stones and bioluminescent plants, fungi of different natures, weirdly shaped short trees that kind of twist and instead of leaves, they kind of expand like fingers across the ground. They almost look bony. You see different types of ivy crawling across the rocks. Their leaves, instead of green, are purple and blue. You see stones glow of various shades of blue, like the Jade Knight crystals, and some of red and orange. And at the back, overarching all this, because this part of the castle does open up to the sky, well, to the top of the mountain where the peak shoots straight up, where you're almost directly under it is a giant stone. I don't know how to describe it other than like, it looks like part of the mountain had crashed down here and had settled into the pipes as it is the only part of the keep that is not carved out. And it takes over the almost the entire back of the keep from end to end. It's almost 700 feet long. And as you were walking up in the higher edge of the city, when you looked down upon the keep, you did see that there's maybe about another 250, 300 feet of flat land, like the rest of the area around the keep. But this is the only part that has not been excavated or carved like the rest of the castle. And down below, you see what looks to be the library. Curious. But nobody here that we can no. see. It's quiet. I want to ask this person. Is she still with us? Is she still following us? Yeah, she's a few feet back. Being respectful of your privacy. We continue on to the library then. Okay. Uh, as you're walking, um, and you're taking kind of the long way meandering about to get there, uh, you do pass what appear to be the servants' quarters on this level. Uh, you do see two large guardian clockworks, the seven feet tall ones. Uh, guarding the hallway to that part of the keep, and you do occasionally see a human 
or a half-elf or a Drorgar back there, and they all look very nervous and scared. And you've noticed that even with the Zalern servant following you, you haven't seen many servants walking around the keep since you've walked up here. And there's usually a few more than the, than the one. We continue on to the library. Okay. You head downstairs. You do see the you do see the watchers um, monitor you as you pass. Uh, their red sphere eyes watching your every movement until you're quote-unquote out of range or in the range of the next one. You eventually make your way over to the library. Uh, is it is it a doorway, an archway? Can we just go in? It is an archway to just walk through. It's All a little right. more narrow than the other doorways, but two two by two could go in. Enter respectfully, quietly, and look around for Sandra if she happens to be there. Make a perception check. 17. You give the library a very thorough look over, and you do not see her. And as you're looking around, I assume you're not hiding that you're looking for something. As you meander the shelf, at least as you're like meandering, looking at the shelves and whatnot. The servant goes, is there something particular that you're looking for? Well, being one of, of knowledge and study, I'm always on the lookout for lore or pertinent information that might uh, catch my attention. What sort of information would that be in regards to? Oh, about everything, really. Mm. <laughs> Anything to catch one's eye. Uh, any suggestions? Well, if it is lore that you are seeking, we have quite a few volumes on Patron, as this is his home, or what's believed to be, as well as the home of Matronis when she was wed to him. Uh, we do have some tombs on Twyla as well, as we mostly only get moonlight heat in here, and very rare at that. I suppose if there's something more specific, I could help the search. Hmm. Well, if you have a a, a a volume on Twyla that's easy to acquire at the moment, uh, that'd be that that could be of interest. Or specifically, also anything on the the War of the Gith. Hmm. They turn, they cant their head to the left again for a moment. Another moment passes and goes, one moment, I will go fetch it for you. And they walk to another shelf around the corner as this library is kind of built like a maze. Edmund, if we're looking to ditch her, now's the time. <sighs> Where are we going, though? I don't know. That's the thing. Let's not we ditch her yet. We could ask her where Sandra is. Becca. Sure. Sandra was his wife. Becca was a servant. No, that's the other way around. Is it? Yep. No. Well, then yes. <laughs> Never mind. Then Sandra. Sandra's the one who dropped the note, right? Yep. And who Thomas believes to be Becca. 
as it was the same servant you would recognize by the voice sent this one point. Right. And the missing copper coin on her back that Shelton's not snatched. If we ditch her, then that's going to be far more suspicious as us just wandering around. It, it, plus, plus, we don't know where we're going. We don't. So, so we don't have a reason to lose her because we don't know where to get to. The solemn servant starts to come back. You hear them. They're the soft jangle of the coins that are on the robes. Ah, here's a, a book on Twyla. Unfortunately, we don't have much on the gift other than a few manuscripts, but I can go fetch those for you and bring them to you later. They are not in the library. I believe those are in the, the Viceroy's uh, studies or the study room. But here is that tomb you asked, tome you asked for. Excellent. I take it, kind of lean it on a, on a shelf or whatever and start thumbing through it. So it's awfully quiet here. What, um, where is everyone? Oh, I thought you were aware. The interrogations have begun. Interrogations? Yes. Ryanthal, when speaking to the Viceroy, made it clear that there should be conversations had with all of the staff, which is agreeable. There is potentially traitors among us. Which I did to highly doubt, but he Ryanthal wants to see to the guards' inspections come early morrow, and the rest of the servants will be interviewed tonight, and then us servants, the Zalerns, are currently being interrogated one by one by the Viceroy himself. It'll be my turn in the next half hour or so. So that's where Ryanthal is now. He's with the, the Regent Three. They can't their head for a moment. He was. They provided him with his request. So now he is in one of the laboratories doing research to see if he can understand the how the magic of our clockwork watchers failed in identifying the trespasser. And I believe, and she cans her head to the right this time, pauses. Ah, Servant Sandra is with him as well. Hmm. Well, it would be good to join up with our compatriot and see if he's figured anything out. You say he's in the laboratory? Yes, one of the Clockwork Master's laboratory, where he works on his various creations and improving their design. Uh, would it be all right and advisable if we could join him? Not at this time. If you wish to have an audience with the Regent Free and request their permission specifically, with due cause, that can be arranged. What do you think, Edmund? I really feel like we need to speak with our friend without having the Regent Three's involvement. We also have full reign of the Keep, according to the Viceroy. The Viceroy so, is not all authority in the keep. And I serve the Regent Three and the Viceroy equally. 
Interesting. But if you wish to meet up with your compatriot, I can send word that he is to meet you in your rooms. When he's send word, send word to him immediately. And I start walking back to the room. Of course. And she falls a respectable distance. Uh, yeah. So we'll we head back towards the commons area. Is there area to sit here? Yep, there are tables, there are plenty of chairs, there is a roaring rune-style fireplace, so there's no fire, but the runes are nice and warm. Stand over by the roaring rune. <laughs> it roars silently back at you. Lovely. The door is shut behind you, and you are left to your devices. But she does not join us in the commons area. No. They would never unless allowed entry by you, your group. Edmund. Yes? I feel more and more like we're prisoners here. Which is why you need to sleep. You're not wrong. To try to get the sleep needed to replenish your, your abilities. Thank and you, again, I will keep watch. Very good. I go to my quarters. Okay. Actually, no. Is there any place here? A common area couch? Something? There's a couple a of lounging. Bed? There, yeah, there's definitely like lounging couches and whatnot. Love seats. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna Edmund. Um I think it best if we're together. Very well. So I'm just going to, and then I just crash out on one of the couches. Perfect. And as Keeneth drifts off to a troubled sleep, Edmund standing guard over his compatriot, as well as their new hostage acquaintance moping in the corner of the room. With Shelton still nowhere to be found, we turn back over to Ryanthal. You're still in the bathroom, still reeling, trying to make sense of what you just witnessed. It couldn't have been more than a few minutes ago. And yet, the note is missing from your hand tells you that it was real. That there's more than meets the eye with everything in this castle. And it is right about then, as you come back to your senses, that you hear a faint commotion, not in your rooms, but just beyond, in the commons room. And you remember the vaguely familiar voices of your compatriots settling in for the night. And not a moment later, you receive a message in your head stating, They have returned. They are in the commons room. And that is where we'll end tonight's session. Thank you everyone so much for joining Dorks Are Dangerous Chronicle 3 Session 4. Tune in next week when the party is finally brought back together with all these different pieces of what Reinthal has and what Shelton, uh, Edmund, and Keeneth have brought it as well. Let's see if the Cat Whiskers is evil. What What is happening with Sandra now that she has contacted both sides of the party? 
And please check out our socials, um, Instagram, Facebook, the TikTok. Sometimes we post there as well. Please do check out our Patreon if you like what we're doing. Uh, if you do subscribe, you might be able to help us build the canon of this world, whether that be monsters, bad guys, abilities, uh, races, classes, you name it. But otherwise, thank you so, so much. And just remember, dorks are dangerous. Bye! Bye! <laughs>